0: If you have a 5,000 square foot room, you can only have one environment. And even if it's like five cycles a year, you only get five sets of data. But if it's a 5,000 square foot facility, if we double stack, I could literally have 100 VFUs in there. So I'm collecting data from all 100 different VFUs, and I could help you to optimize that grow recipe so much quicker.
1: From the PodConnect studios, high in the Rockies at the beautiful Beaver Creek Resort, it's the Raising Cannabis Capital Show. Today on MJ Bulls, we are joined by Raymond Chang, the CEO of Agrify. Raymond, welcome to the show.
0: Dan, thank you for having me. Uh, It's really a pleasure.
1: I'm glad you could join us and uh, take some time out of your busy day. Agrify is a NASDAQ-listed, publicly traded leading provider of premium cultivation extraction solutions. and Today, I thought we'd start off, Raymond, by maybe if you could describe to our listeners who have never been in a modern cultivation facility what they could expect when they walked in.
0: Sure, Dan. I remember the first time I walked into a uh, cannabis indoor a facility. I was really kind of, you know, wowed by it because I've never seen it grown that way. But, you know, typically when you go into a facility you see kind of a one-tier bench-style grow with either <laughs> traditional HPS lights or LED lights that are hung from the ceiling away from the plants. And they are typically kind of two, 3,000 and maybe sometimes a little bit bigger, larger rooms with very loud fans on the wall by the airflow. And that's typically sort of what you see. Yeah, okay. But if you actually walk into an Agrify facility, it looks dramatically different. <laughs> yeah. um, I know that. Yeah. yeah. First of all, it's much quieter because we actually control the environment in our, what we call it, micro-grow chambers.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, these micro-grow chambers are typically eight feet long, four feet wide, and then about nine feet tall. Mm-hmm. And inside of each of the grow chambers is actually two levels of canopy grow spaces. Right? So you can, there's a top tier and a bottom tier, right? Mm-hmm. But every single VFU, is a separate grow environment. So for example, you could literally have one strain in VFU 1 that's at 72 degree and at light spectrum of color Y. And the one next to it, it will be a completely different environment depending on the particular strain of the cannabis you're growing or the the life cycle uh, of that uh, particular plant. Curtains are mostly down. Because in fact, 90% of the time, we don't want you to touch the plants. Everything is controlled through the software. Just to kind of give you an example, in terms of temperature, we can get it down to 0.5 degrees Celsius accurately at all times. Whoa. And in fact, if you want, for example, airflow to be at exactly four meter per second, we gets get you at four meter per second. In fact, vertigation, it could be, we're talking about milliliter per second of dripping, right? So it's it's that level of precision. But On top of that, these grow chambers then becomes what I call the Lego
1: boxes,
0: (laughs) depending on the height of the building. So, for example, if you have a 30 foot uh, high ceiling, literally, we could have three of these boxes stacked on top of each other. So every square foot of grow space then becomes six. Yeah. Right. And the beauty is that you don't need to actually have scissor lifts which are very dangerous for workers to carry plants up and down. We have what we call our proprietary catwalk in between, so that when you actually work up on a third level, you feel like you're basically at the ground level and you are always kind of a two feet reach to any other plant. Wow. So the end result of our facility is much higher yield because of that vertical extension, much lower cost because. Every single equipment is actually controlled through the software and it's automatically done by the AI. So you require much less manual power and it's it's much more energy efficient. But more importantly, it's the best quality and the highest consistency.
1: <laughs>
0: That's how our facility typically looks like.
1: Wow. That's a lot of information. I have a couple questions just based on what you said, but before I get to that, I'm thinking about each one of these self-contained units is a real great source of data for you. And I've heard you talk about strain-specific grow plans. Maybe you can explain to our listeners how you develop that and why it's so unnecessary.
0: Sure. Let's say you want to grow Purple Punch and the one immediately next to it, it's blueberry muffins. For Purple Punch on day 57, you may want to actually adjust and increase the red light spectrum. And the reason being that the red light spectrum is what gives that nice dark purple color at the end. But when you grow, let's say, another completely different strain, you may not want to have that. (laughs) Or even just for same exact genetic purple punch, if you're actually doing it for the flowers versus... You want to do it for oil extraction. It's two different recipes. Or if you want to push out, for example, THC versus pushing out, for example, CBN or CBG or even terpene profile, depending on what you want to really get to, the grow recipe will differ. Imagine like human beings. If you're going to train a golfer, for example, right, you want him to be basically in places like Florida where he can actually be outdoor playing golf every day. Wouldn't want him to be like in Alaska, right? (laughs) So depending on the end use and also what you actually want to achieve, the grow recipe will vary by strain. And sometimes even the same strain, depending on the end applications, will differ.
1: And that grow recipe first off was developed over many, many, many harvests at many different facilities. And you'd consolidated all that data to come up with the perfect grow recipe and that doesn't just include the lighting. It's also the moisture and the temperature and the airflow. And there's just so many other components, correct? Yeah.
0: Even from, for example, going from light to dark or dark to light. Typically, in most of the facility, you either turn light on or light off. right? <laughs> and that actually in- introduces shocks to the plants. You don't want that. So for us, it's like, okay, you know what? We're going to increase at an interval of five. Per minute or something like that it, it basically that's what you see in the nature as well the sun doesn't just boom, all of a sudden come up right <laughs> yes it's, it's, it's that gradual process same thing with increasing temperature you don't go from 25 degrees to 70 degrees in, in a very short period of time it's a gradual process so we can actually control to that degree of accuracy and if you want to save electricity we can actually help you to invert So basically, from a plant's perspective, day equals to night, night equals to day, and that helps you save electricity costs. Mm -hmm. So all these things could actually be controlled through our software. And the other beauty is that, look, for most of the grow facilities, if you have a 5,000 square foot room, you can only have one environment. And even if it's like five cycles a year, you only get five sets of data. But if it's a 5,000 square foot facility, if we double stack, I could literally have 100 VFUs in there. So I'm collecting data from all 100 different VFUs and I could help you to optimize that grow recipe so much quicker.
1: And I did mention earlier that you were publicly traded and I'm sure a lot of people are got their ears perked up on this one. For your shareholders, can you just give a kind of an idea of what they can expect coming in 2022?
0: Sure. I think we have given the guidance that this year will do about 140 to 142 million.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We are not expect to be profitable until twenty twenty three. This is really a twenty twenty three story because when we went public, I realized that there's a huge pain point in, in the industry that's not being addressed, which is for anybody who wants to start a facility, once you get the license, and even if you raise the initial capital, most of the people still lack two things. One, typically the money that they raise, it's not enough because it always takes more than what you think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Secondly is that, look, there's only so many good master growers out there. How do you assemble the team? And then after that, they have to go out and basically like purchase lights, and nobody is an expert in every area. So they always have to kind of like try to assemble different pieces of a puzzle. And at the end of the day, like these pieces of puzzles were not designed to work together. So they're bound to have inefficiencies. Mm -hmm. So the way we address these industry pain points is through our total turnkey solution, which is called TTK model. So we basically bring the capital to the table. We basically help our customers by building out the facility, providing them with construction loan, and, and also putting in all the hardware meaning cultivation extraction solutions. We have proven recipes and the team of cultivation experts to basically be the consultant, advisor to, to them. So it's really kind of like a quasi-joint venture arrangement where we mm-hmm. actually take fees on a success basis or so on a per pound basis. So it's complete interest alignment, right? And the TTK model is going to generate us as much as eight to 10 times return over the course of the next 10 years. And these TTK projects will start to come online in basically 2023. Okay. And that's when that very nice recurring revenue is going to start to kick in. That is really
1: exciting because you're locking in on a license. And I suspect that even if the ownership of the license changes, you're still there. Yes. So this is a reoccurring annuity. I I think it's a brilliant strategy. We're going to have all of Agrify's info in our show notes, including the stock symbol, which is, I believe, A-G-F-Y. That's correct. So if you're a cultivator or an investor, you can just click the links if you want to learn more about Agrify or talk to Raymond. Raymond, we have a lot more to talk about. We're going to have to reschedule you to get the rest of the story, but I, I think it was plenty for our listeners today. I really appreciate you being on the show.
0: Dan, thanks for having me, and would love to come back at some point to dig in more, but really appreciate the opportunity.
1: Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hi, I'm Gary, and I invite you to discover the Cannabis Podcast, a bi-weekly podcast focused on a Canadian's cannabis culture. I would be the Canadian, and my cannabis passion and culture has been building for five decades. I share that passion for this wonderful plant in every episode, through conversations with cannabis advocates and enthusiasts, stories about the ever-changing legal environment, and some hands-on testing of product in a segment I call Cultivar Corner. The Cannabis Podcast, a Canadian's cannabis culture, one token at a time.